Optimize My Life Presents. Rising to the Majors, Laugh in the Face of Adversity with host Gavin Johns. We are live every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Join us live by calling 714-816-4686. Out of respect for our guests and hosts, please limit comments and questions to one minute at a time and on topic to the show. Thank you and welcome our host Gavin Johns and Rising to the Majors. Welcome to Rising to the Makers with Gavin. Hi, Gavin. How are you? Doing well, Mary. How are you? I love that intro every time, by the way. It fires me up. <laughs> oh, then it's fitness purpose. Uh, the music, the music, the soundtrack. <laughs> I'm always kind of hopping around and dancing in the chair. How are you doing, Mary? All right. We are up and running. Mary, I was asking how you're doing. Went down last week, and I think my headset just tapped out. Now can you hear me? Mary, can you hear us? I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, it just went in and out a little static, but I can hear you now. I was asking how how you're doing. Oh, no, we're doing really good. We went to the county fair last week, and the kids had fun. We didn't have any issues. And I got to meet TikTok sensation Papa Jack. There you go. That's awesome. And I got to listen to his story and talk, you know, and talk, got to meet him and talk to him actually in person. And I um, connected him with Len Kane. He's a hundred years old, and he'll be a hundred and one in December. And he was at the Battle of the Bulge, among many other phenomenal battles that he you know, in World War II that he fought. But he did it at the age of 15. He lied about his age and joined the National Guard. And I think back to, you know, when I was 15, that I'd be able to deal with that. and see all that he saw and be able to, well, how about you when you were that age? Uh, what, what age was it again? 
There's a bit of a delay on the radio right now. Thanks, everyone, for being patient. Get the technical difficulties figured out here. All right. Now, can you hear me? Yep, that's a little bit better. All right. For some reason, I'm ha- my headset's just not connecting well for some reason today. And I couldn't hear anything. All right. Is everything good now? Yeah, we're good. I can hear you. So, you know, when you're that age, All right. awesome. I don't know if you could, if you answered it or not, I couldn't hear you. You know, looking back at World War II, was it something you think you could have handled and dealt with? I mean, I believe God would have gave me the strength and wisdom in the most humble way possible. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I could have dealt with it. <laughs> so, how are things going with you? They're going, they're going. Uh, excited to give everyone some inspiration today. Uh, thought it would be amazing for today. Uh, you know, we had a nice talk, you know, a couple weeks ago about faith, hard work, and perseverance, and I'd love to go more in-depth on each one, share some personal stories, some excerpts from the Laugh in the Face of Adversity book, and, uh, yeah, just really, you know, give all the listeners a lot of value and, and inspiration and just make every uh, every second worth it for uh, everyone joining tonight. Uh, yeah, that, that sounds awesome. If that, if that works for you, I do uh, have to hop off. Uh, five minutes just before nine, I uh, got an important call to to uh, get ready for. So, but we'll give everyone fifty-five minutes of jam-packed value. So I'm excited. Worked for me. It's awesome, your show. Awesome. I'm just here uh, as the voice and the pretty face to go behind it. Behind. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you, Mary. Thanks so much for all you do. And, uh, yeah, so, um, you know, the first one is faith, of course, you know, in, in my life, uh, you know, in, in business and baseball and family and everything, you know, that's the, you know, God's the, he's the leading, the leading factor, uh, the guide. Mary, you're getting a little static. You mind just muting yourself for a quick second, if you don't mind? Oh, no, I'm happy doing that. So, oh, thank you. So I was just saying, that, you know, God is the, you know, the leading factor in my life. And, uh, you know, it took some time for me to develop that relationship, create that relationship with him. But, um, you know, I've learned a lot of things in my, you know, uh, young life so far. And, you know, I wanted to share some of those things with everyone and, if you're listening and you're going through a difficult time or, you, you know, you're listening to the recording, um, you know, after it's posted that, you know, I want to give everyone some encouragement. Uh, you know, if you're going through a difficult time, like I said, uh, 
so the first thing is, you know, I believe that, you know, as humans, we're, we're tested in, in our highs and our lows. And that means, you know, if we're, you know, having a great moment of celebration and jubilation and joy, you know, something exciting happened in our life, right? You know, uh, we have, uh, you know, you get married, you have a birthday, you get a promotion, you, you know, something, you get some good news, whatever it may be, you know, in those in those high moments, those exciting times, the mountaintops, as they say, um, you know, that's when you're tested. You know, I've learned that, you know, our, our pride, uh, you know, can get in the way and, and we can get too focused on ourselves. And, you know, one thing God's really reminded me is to just stay humble in those mountaintops, no matter how great they seem that things can get taken away from you in a moment. Um, so on the flip side, the opposite is the lows. In the valleys, uh, you know, we'll get tested too because, you know, that's when we're most vulnerable. That's when we're weakest. And, um, you know, we get tested through those struggles uh, in life. And it seems like, you know, it never stops raining, so to say. You know, we just keep getting beat up, keep getting beat up. And we're tested. Uh, a lot of times our character is tested. Our true character comes out in those difficult moments. Um, but in those moments, we have to uh, find find a little bit of positivity to focus on, even if it's the smallest thing that can help us through that, um, will bring us hope, bring us encouragement. And it could even come from, you know, a close friend or a loved one. You know, I've been in some, you know, pretty serious moments in my life, you know, even recently when I'm going through this injury and had some, you know, amazing encouragement from, from people that have really helped, you know, lift me up and, and help me got through some pretty difficult times. And um, so just know, you know, just like Romans 12, 12 says, there's always hope even in the Valley. And um, so, you know, those two keys, those are big for me. Things that I've learned is to remain confident, in the mountaintop, or remain humble, sorry, rather, humble in the mountaintop, but confident in the valley um, because, you know, situations can turn around pretty quick. And um, so, you know, another another verse I like in addition to, um, you know, Romans 12, 12 is Philippians 4, 13. You know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I know it's kind of cliche, but you know, it's so true, and we have to, as humans, we've got to take that to heart, and we need to remember the power of God that we have access to. And, um, you know, we, we literally can, uh, you know, do anything if it's, if it's God's will, you know. The, the opportunities and possibilities are limitless. So that was kind of the first part, um, if you wanted to kind of bounce uh, some thoughts off of that, Mary, or if anyone had any questions in the chat. Um, yeah, I'd love to, to, uh, talk about that. Well, the one thing you always talk about is you see that problem, you see that issue, but you always use that to pull yourself forward. You focus on the results or the end game, the solutions to the problem. You know, you may have moments of self-doubt or you may have moments of, um, pity, 
we all do, but you don't stay in that victim mentality when it comes to, you know, empowering yourself. You don't wait for someone to save you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Mary. I really appreciate that. And, and that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, yeah. Thanks for the encouragement. Thanks for pointing that out. You know, and it's, it's so tough hard. to do when you're going through some serious stuff, as you know. <laughs> right. And that's the thing is right now in this generation with these kids and with people in general, we are so in this victim world. It's like always someone else's fault. And getting everyone to see, you know, there's a better way. And just empowering yourself is huge. But doing it without, like, over-positivity. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I agree 100%. And we're we're stronger together, you know. I uh, I ended up starting a a group with some friends. We we, we encourage each other and uh, you know do Bible studies and things like that. And we called it covalent because uh, covalent bond is the strongest bond, you know, uh, between two atoms. And us as humans. You know, we we need those strong bonds in our life, those healthy bonds, you know, healthy relationships with other people. And, you know, it's not only just between two atoms, but two electrons. So, you know, the thought process behind that was, you know, we as humans have the ability to, you know, put that inspiration in each other, put that encouragement in each other. And, you know, just like the Hope Collection, you know, giving hope, you know, giving hope to other people, you know, when, when you're in the, when, when you're in the mountaintop, right, you can encourage someone who's in the valley, because maybe you were just in the valley recently, you know, um, you know, I've been in the valley multiple times, and I've had people that, you know, they were in a, a good, good situation, and they can actually see, you know, the outside perspective and remind me of who I am, remind me of, you know, what God's gotten me through before, and help me through that, you know, um, you know, cause life, it can be, it can be tough, you know, and it can be lonely. Uh, but you know, if, if you have, uh, you know, strong believers first and foremost around you and, uh, you know, you're, you're in the word, you're reading the Bible and, you know, that, that's where the real meaningful inspiration comes from, you know, the Bible and, um, you know, whenever I'm going through a difficult time, I, I definitely open that up and, you know, just get in the truth, you know, because the world will tell you lies. People will tell you lies. And sometimes, you know, our mind tells ourselves lies, you know, it just makes up things that aren't even there, you know, and fear and insecurities, things like that. But, you know, when we are reminded by the truth, you know, just like it says in, in the word, you know, we won't be shaken, you know, because we're, we're um, certain, we, we know who we are, who we are in Christ. So, yeah, absolutely. All right, you ready for the next section, Mary? 
Yeah, I was just going to say one thing quick is that, you know, the one thing you're always talking about is we. You have that support between your faith and with God and with Jesus, but also in your community and, you know, reminding ourselves we're not alone. We have a support system. We have people. We have faith. We have so much to help us. Absolutely, absolutely. That that's a great point. That's a great point. You know, the support is there, you know, and um, oftentimes though, you know, it's like when you're going through a difficult situation, it's really tough to reach out for help. You know, uh, you know, sometimes in the past when I've been going through difficult things, it's like kind of the ego gets in the way, you know, kind of prevents ourselves sometimes from reaching out for help, but it takes humility. And so, you know, if anyone's listening, you know, don't feel bad about reaching out for help. You know, other people are there for you. You know, God designed the world for us to help each other, you know. And if someone else is going through a difficult time and you notice it, don't just ignore them. You know, go out of your way and help them. Um, yeah, you know, just simple as that, you know. Um, there was a lady actually today. She was, it was funny. I was at physical therapy for my recent broken wrist, uh, for those who don't know, and I um, was sitting down on my phone just kind of catching up on some news and and whatnot, and uh, then I noticed there was a lady sitting down and next to me, and I was like, man, like, I'm so distracted from my phone. Like, I might be missing out on a a nice conversation I can have right here, right? And I felt like the Holy Spirit was telling me that. So I put down my phone and was like, hey, how's it going? You know, what's your name? We started talking, and she's like, actually – you know, I'm here because I have, you know, uh, cancer and they're, they want to do, you know, a biopsy on me. And, you know, it got pretty serious pretty quick. And, um, you know, I felt like God, you know, put me there to give her some encouragement. And, you know, we ended up praying and she was very happy. And, um, you know, some of the, some of the, you know, sometimes like that, it's kind of uncomfortable sometimes, especially if you don't know someone. I definitely, you know, wouldn't recommend, you know, if it wasn't a safe situation, you know, we were in a safe place, uh, but, you know, sometimes, you know, if it is a safe place, it can still just be uncomfortable talking to someone you don't know, right, stepping out of your comfort zone. But, you know, it's huge. You know, if if, if, if you're a person listening and you want to make a true impact, you're going to have to step out of your comfort zone sometimes. And, and you know, I, I had no idea she was going through what she was going through. You know, I, I thought I've been going through recently a difficult time with my broken arm and everything, and she has cancer, you know, it's, Someone always has it worse, you know, and um, it's not to, like, look down upon other people, but it's just to, you know, have some perspective in life. And she was so grateful, even though she had cancer. She was just so happy and was just like, you know, every day is a blessing. And I was like, wow, like, you're right, you know. That's the that's the perspective more people need to have. Um, in addition to it that, is- you know, ser- seriously, if someone listening, if you're – if you're going through a difficult time, if you feel alone, if you feel lost, if if you need that community, if you need some motivation, um, that's that's what me and my team do at Galvanized Global. I, I founded Galvanized Global, a faith-based company that helps people become motivated. And um, so you can go to www galvanizedglobal.com that's G-A-L-V-A-N-I-Z-E-D we just got a sweet new website up super user friendly 
and you could book a call, a launchpad call, and um, yeah, we want to we want to help you out. We want you to be involved in a strong community group. Uh, it's positive, it's uplifting, but we're also real. You know, we we just want to be there for you. We want to be a listening ear, and we want to relate to you. We want to get to know you, and we want to encourage you. Uh, so if you're feeling lost, if you're feeling alone, if if you just need some help, don't don't hesitate. Reach out for help. We're here for you at uh, www.galvanizeglobal.com, and we'd love to help you out. Mary, there? Yeah, it's going to be a little noisy, a little bit in the background in between, so I'm muting it because both my kids are all right here today. Every time I turn around, they are right there. <laughs> they love you. They do. And, you know. Oh, no, you don't? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got to prove it wrong every time. If you want, there's no pressure. I got to, I can, I can talk all day. I love, I love helping people. I love inspiring people. All right. Well, you keep going. I'm gonna bounce in and out as you need. Yeah, yeah. Do your thing. I got, a, I got a whole bunch of stuff I got on my heart. I feel called to share. Awesome. Keep going. All right. Perfect. Um. Also, Mary, if you wouldn't mind, let me know if anyone responds in the chat. Uh, I know we got a new platform, so maybe people are still adjusting to the chat or still finding the radio show, but if you do find it, just let me know. Uh, If not, no worries. I'll keep going. Uh, So the next part I wanted to focus on is, you know, the first one is faith. The next one is hard work. The last one is perseverance. So these are you know, three big keys to my success in my life that has helped helped mold me into the man I am today. The second one, hard work. Um, you know, that's that's what it takes to be successful. It says in Proverbs fourteen twenty three that all hard work leads to profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. So we got to put in the work. All too often, I see nowadays, you know, people just are expecting to get things for free and not earn them. And um, that won't get you very far. That will not get you very far. Um, so <laughs> I got a, I got a cool story I actually wanted to share. First one is in high school for baseball. I, um, so I, I wanted to, one of my goals was to be a division one college baseball player. And, uh, I did have a little feeling that I, you know, kind of wanted to go to a Southern California school. I kind of set my eyes on UCLA. Um, not like too hardcore. I was like, oh, my gosh, UCLA or, you know, die. But, like, I was pretty committed, you know. And, and you know, I had a friend, Sean Bouchard, who ended up going to UCLA, and that, that inspired me. And um, so what I would do in high school was – I would wake up with my dad because my dad was awesome. I'm really, you know, thankful. Dad, if you're listening, thank you so much. I really appreciate all the time you put into my baseball career. Really thankful. So my dad, he always used to tell me, he said, hey, whatever you need help with for baseball, you know, I'll be, I'll be there for you. And I was like, wow, thank you so much. So 
anyone listening too, if you're if you're an athlete and you, your dad is not able to be there, you know, grab a friend or you know, you don't always need someone to be there to put in the extra work, right? Like I've, there's been plenty of times where I have worked hard on my own, and even today, you know, at the batting cages, you know, by myself. Uh, I told some stories the other week about on our webinar about shooting free throws, um, uh, you know, just putting in the work, you know, every night for basketball practice. But for baseball, staying on track here, I would wake up at, I would wake up at 5 a.m. every morning and uh, school didn't start till I think it was like 7.30 or 8, if I remember correctly. And uh, yeah, I would wake up, I would stretch out, I would go on a run, I would come back, my dad would be ready right there, and we'd hit on the tee for like 30, 45 minutes, hit off the tee, and he'd pitch to me, and then we'd do a full workout. We'd be flipping tires. We'd be hitting the tires with a sledgehammer. We'd be um, doing ladders and agility. We'd be doing push-ups. There's this dot drill you do for, like, footwork. We'd, you know, everything you could think of, you know, and I'd be exhausted, you know, by the end of it. I, you know, my dad, he, he always called it the – the Rocky days, you know, the Rocky Balboa, you know, just blue collar, just getting after it, you know, and often, you know, I'm not going to lie, you know, I, I would wake up in the morning and I'd be like, man, you know, I really do not want to get up and do this workout, but I knew that I needed to put in that work to become successful, to get where I wanted to go. And so, you know, after a while, you know, it became easier, you know, not because, you know, we were doing less work is because I was getting stronger. And that's something that my dad fully made me realize, you know, like the more you do something, the easier it becomes, right? And, uh, you know, building those positive habits, the successful habits. And uh, so that's what we were doing. We were, you know, not only, you know, strengthening the body, but strengthening, strengthening the mind. And I knew for a fact that um, not many people, if any, <laughs> in the league I was playing in for baseball, we're, we're doing that at the time. And so when I would step out on the field, not only would I put in the work to build those consistent reps, those perfect reps in practice for the game, but I had this mental edge, this competitive advantage that gave me confidence on the field and still does today. I still do it. I haven't stopped, you know, <laughs> um, in everything I'm doing, you know, in baseball and business. And, um, and, and just in life and just being there for people, I love to you know, stretch the limits. And, you know, I encourage others to do the same, you know. Don't be afraid to push yourself. Don't be afraid to work hard. That's what it takes. And uh, another quick story, I actually got the book right here, Laugh in the Face of Adversity. If you haven't read this book, check it out. I highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. Laugh in the Face of Adversity. Uh, this is my first memoir I've written. I've written a few fitness and nutrition books for people to help help them uh, transform their life uh, and their health. Um, those are available on galvanizedglobal.com. But as far as a personal memoir about personal stories and my baseball career, uh, this is my first one. And it was, it was pretty difficult to write. I'm not going to lie. Not just like the depth of it. Uh, but, you know, there's some emotional times, uh, you know, some really exciting moments, but some really difficult moments as well, you know, from, you know, being doubted from multiple people, coaches even that I've had, being cut from teams, getting injured, being discouraged, going through depression, uh, the, you know, the whole thing. Um, but, 
you know, continuing to put one foot in front of the other by God doing the whole thing. And, uh, you know, I'm just really grateful to be able to share my story, um, not for selfish reasons. I really want to impact and inspire. I have already impacted and inspired a lot of people, but I want to continue impacting and inspiring, um, you know, millions of people. That's my goal, you know, one, one at a time. But, you know, I love hearing the feedback when people read this and, you know, you know, some just the other day, they're like, you know, I'm going, I was going through a difficult time and I bought your book and, and, um, you know, I, I love the personal stories. Um, so it's, it's just so cool to just hear, you know, someone else getting some encouragement to help them through a difficult time through something that I had been through. I didn't know it could work like that, you know, uh, but, you know, there's a specific reason and purpose for everything in life. And uh, I'm just honored to be able to share this and inspire others. So, yeah, laugh in the face of laugh in the face of adversity. Um, it's available on Amazon as a hard copy, and as an ebook in electronic format in uh, the Apple Bookstore. So I'll read one little one little excerpt from here. So it says right here on page 50. Says this is a story about when I was in the Dominican Republic training in high school. Uh, the Dominican Republic, for those who don't know, is one of the top baseball countries, and um, they've been very successful. You know, it's a third-world country, and, you know, speaking of hard work, they've earned everything, you know, given nothing, earned everything. And, you know, that's one of the ways, only ways they see, and, and it's true, you know, to get off the island and, and to an opportunity to the United States to provide for their families. So it was a cool experience just learning from them and training with them. And not only when I was there in the Dominican Republic did it, you know, really, uh, you know, spark that inspiration back in me for the love of baseball, but it really just showed me, you know, what hard work looks like. I thought I was, you know, working pretty hard. And I went there. I was like, oh, man, I need to step it up. <laughs> so I'll tell you a quick story right here. On page 50, it says, oh, there you go. It says right there. I was discouraged, and I needed a spark in my life. This is talking about my decision to go to the Dominican Republic, train with them. So it says, it brought the true love of baseball back to my heart and back to my life. We were invited to participate in the 6 a.m. stand workouts if we wanted. So when I was there, um, this, is, this is not the text of me uh, talking, but when I was there, um, it, it was a it was a summer camp, so there was Americans, and we would go over to the Dominican Republic and live the life of a Dominican. So we went over there. There were some things that were mandatory, some things that were optional. So that's where I get into right here. We were invited to participate in 6 a.m. sand workouts if we wanted. The first day, the entire team joined. The next few days, only a couple of guys joined, including myself. For all six days that the Dominicans were training, I was the only one who ended up joining for all six days. I wanted to do whatever it took to become a college baseball player and eventually major league baseball player. They were such great competitors. It was so contagious being around that environment where they wanted it so bad. The Dominican has a lot of poverty in the country, sadly. In a lot of these small towns, there is not much money. There's not much opportunity for a better life and to leave the country. But baseball gave these kids an opportunity to provide for their families and get out of the country to the United States where they could make a living and play professional baseball. That was a big part of their motivation, and I saw it firsthand, and it was so inspirational. 
So that was a cool excerpt I wanted to share from Laugh in the Face of Adversity and just give people a, a little story of, you know, one, you know, what it is like in, in different countries, you know, outside of the United States. I know a lot of different people tune into this, this radio. Um, but also, too, just the hard work, you know, that it takes. And it's inspirational when you see other people work hard, you know, and they're achieving their goals. And, and that definitely sparks something in me. So hopefully by me sharing that, uh, it sparks some inspiration in you if you're listening. And uh, I'd encourage you, like I said, to to get a copy of Laugh in the Face of Adversity and read it for yourself because that, that was just a glimpse. That was the tip of the iceberg, as they say. There's so much more uh, just depth. Uh, different encouraging stories from my college baseball career into now my professional baseball journey. I haven't reached the majors yet. Um, I'm playing independent baseball right now, but God willing, um, once I'm back from this injury pretty soon in the next couple weeks, uh, I'll get back on the field and uh, just praying, working hard for an opportunity to get signed by an affiliate baseball team for minor leagues and work my way up to the majors. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm just excited for, for all the opportunities and for, for anyone else listening, you know, it um, doesn't have to be baseball. It doesn't have to be, be sports. You know, if, if this, you listening to this encourages you just to continue to work hard at your job, um, in your family, whatever it is, I encourage you just to take it to heart and put it to action, put it, put it into action because um, it will change your life. You will see the results. You might not see them right away but you eventually will, and it'll pay off big, and you'll thank me, and you'll thank yourself later for making that decision to make a positive change in your life. So before I go to the next section, um, Mary, would you like to add anything? You know, my right, keyboard has shortcuts. Oh, you got something. I was looking for the shortcut button for mute, unmuting my phone or my mic. I've got, you know, mute for volume, but nothing for the microphone on my keyboard. No, you said it all perfect. I mean, you are just right on the ball. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much. So I'll get to the next The next main point is perseverance. So number one is faith. Number two is hard work. Number three is perseverance. Anything in life worth achieving, there will be challenges along the way. That's something I didn't really understand when I was when I was younger, trying to achieve goals, whatever it was. If I wanted to get an A in a class, if I wanted to become a college baseball player, become a pro baseball player, um, if I wanted to uh, make my first sale in business, uh, you know, if I wanted to, you know, get my first lesson, giving baseball lessons, if I wanted to get my first motivational speaking engagement, you know, a lot of things in life they may seem easy um and some maybe but the other thing too is like you know anything in life worth doing um you know it's it's not going to be easy you know um and if it were easy we wouldn't appreciate it as much when we got it you know in addition to that you know character our character is built in those tough times you know a great quote i love is you know, tough times don't last, tough people do. And um, there's actually a, a Bible verse, so I'll pull it up. My friend actually sent it to me last night, believe it or not. 
uh, just some encouragement. So it's uh, James verse uh, James one two through nineteen. If anyone has their Bible right there, I'd like to look it up. James one verse two through nineteen. So I'll read it out loud. So it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not, ex- not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position, but the rich pride in their humiliation, since they will pass away like a wildflower. For the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant. It, its blossom falls and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich will fade away even while they go about their business. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone, but each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it's full grown, gives birth to death. Do not be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Whew, that's good, that's good. So I love that first part, you know, when it said about let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. There's a purpose in your pain, what you're going through whether it's to teach you patience, whether it's to teach you to trust God, whether it's to teach you to lean on him more and not rely so much on yourself or rely on others because God will never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He'll never let you down. It may seem like he's letting you down in the moment, but he's preparing something for your future, right? So these are important truths for us to remind ourselves as humans because it's so easy to get distracted in today's day and age with social media. It's so easy to get down on ourselves and, and give in to our negative thoughts, to our insecurities, to our doubts, to our fears. But be encouraged by these verses um, in James that perseverance, it has a purpose. So whatever you're going through, keep going because on the other side of it, is going to be something amazing, something amazing. And like I said, tough times don't last, tough people do. Uh, just the other day, I'll share a quick story. <laughs> this is a great story, Mary, you'll like this, and, and anyone listening. 
think Noemi, uh, Vice President, Galvanized Global, she might be listening in. And I invited some other friends as well. So if you're listening, you'll love this story. Um, so <laughs> I was at the pond the other day. Well, going to the pond the other day, there's this pond near where my grandfather lives. And um, I wanted to just get out into nature. I love getting out into nature. I just find some some peace and serenity when I'm when I'm out in nature and you know you get the exercise of walking but just a calmness you know a a healthy um a healthy spot you know that that anyone can go and it's free you know it's free you can just walk out in nature so that's what I love doing I was going and plan to go to this this pond so I'm I'm walking and there's this huge parking lot to supposedly lead to where this pond is, but there's a, a lot of trees, a lot of forests. It looked like it was maybe a mile away. I saw on the on the maps when I looked it up, maybe a mile away. So, but there was no like direct path. It was not very clear. And I'm walking in. There's some construction going on in the parking lot. And I asked one of the workers, "Excuse me, do you know where the pond is?" And and he didn't. So I was like, oh, man, you know, I was kind of hoping he knew because I didn't see many other cars or people around. He didn't know. So I kept walking, and I was like, you know what, like, I'm just going to I'm just gonna go for it. You know, sometimes in life you just got to go for it. So I started walking through the forest, and, and there was a, a trail. There was a dirt path. Uh, there was poison ivy, which I did have to watch out for. Um, get poison ivy all over myself. But I kept walking down this trail, and then – it starts to get a little thinner and thinner and thinner. And then there's three directions you could go. You could go straight, you could go left, or you could go like this right diagonal. And I was like, oh, man. Like, I was like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it up on my phone. I looked at my phone, maps didn't load, no, no signal. I was like, oh, man. So I got three options, <laughs> like a 33% chance I'm going to get it right here. Uh, if I go down the wrong path, like, I can turn around, come back, and try the other one, right? I got three shots, right? Um, so I took my chances, and I went down that right diagonal path because when I remember looking on the map, it was straight ahead a little bit on the right, the pond was, right? So I keep going, I keep going, I keep going, and I go probably about half a mile, and there's just, it looks like endless miles of forest. Like I'm talking a couple hundred feet tall trees, and I got really frustrated because I was like, man, I thought this was going to be, be a little bit easier hike to get to this pond. I just wanted the nice view and to just kind of relax for a little bit. I honestly wasn't looking for an extreme workout. It was my rest day. Uh, it, it was Sunday, and I just wanted to relax. This was not yesterday, but the week before yesterday, Sunday. I just wanted to kind of relax and, and get out in nature, like I said. Got a little frustrated, but then I was like, you know what? I want to see that pond so bad, I'm going to keep going. So I kept going, I kept going, I kept going, and I kept walking. And, uh, and I, I got further and further, and just no sight of the pond, like, anywhere remotely. <laughs> I was like, okay, maybe I went the wrong way, maybe I went too far. Like, all these doubts started coming up, and I was like, man. But a little voice, I believe it was God, was telling me that I was on the right path and I need to just keep going. <laughs> and it was crazy because it's kind of an analogy for life, right? And so I just kept going. I just kept going. I kept going. And then all of a sudden, like after it had to be maybe four, 500 feet further, there was this really skinny trail. And 
was like going in a totally different direction, but it was winding further off to the right. I was like, okay, this kind of looks promising. And I could see way off in the distance, there was a little bit of sky. There was a little bit of sky. I could see through the trees. Like, all right, I'm going to do it. And I got super excited. I ended up turning my walk into a jog. I'm jogging, and I'm like, all right, let's do it. I got motivated. I'm keeping going, keep going, keep going. So I'm jogging through, and then I can see the water. I got to the end of this windy trail. I can see the water. So I see the water, but there's this huge fence all the way around it. I was like, are you serious? Like, I got this far, and now there's a fence, barbed wire. I'm like, all right, well, at least I got close. So I'm like, well, what if there's, like, a gate or something? I was like, all right, I'm going to find it. If there's a gate or some opening, I'm going to find it. So I literally walked all the way around this pond, and on the other side of this pond, there was a gate that did open. (laughs) So I went through it, and there's, like, this super tall grass. Like, I'm thinking, like, you know, in – you know, in the jungle, this is like tall grass that like tigers walk through. <laughs> and, um, and it was just, it was just quite the scene, you know, I thought it was just going to be this peaceful hike and then it turned into like a life lesson. <laughs> but nonetheless, I kept going, I kept going, I kept going. And I had to walk over some of that tall grass and then through some bushes and I got to the end, to the site, to this beautiful life. It was so worth all of that difficulty for how awesome and beautiful this landscape was like blue skies. There was like, you could hear birds chirping and there, it was like, it was amazing. It was, it was so worth it. So I wanted to share that story um, about perseverance, you know, uh, because at a point I did, I did feel like giving up to be honest, you know, I was like, ah, you know, it's not worth it. I'm just going to turn around, but good things happen when we persevere on the other side of difficulties lies beautiful destinations. And, you know, just like that saying, you know, there, there will be a rainbow after the storm and the storm has a purpose. Just like I said, for every pain in our lives, there's a purpose. Uh, even when it doesn't make sense, you know, there's a lot of things people are going through difficult things, you know, death of loved ones, you know, and it's like, man, you know, what is the reason for this? There can be some anger, some, you know, different emotions that are real. And some things we'll never know why they happen, right? Um, But, you know, I would just encourage you, you know, like I said, those three main points, you know, faith, number one, you know, if you have a relationship with God, continue to deepen that relationship. Continue to grow in faith. If you don't have a relationship with God, I encourage you to get to start having a relationship with God and it doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to, you know, it's, I, I use the analogy, it's like when you're writing a, um, when you're writing a paper, say it's a five-page essay, the hardest part of the essay is literally getting started. Once you get past that first paragraph, bruise control, right? The, the hard work is in the beginning. And then you build that momentum. So number one, faith. Like I said, we have to stay humble in the good times stay confident and hopeful in the valleys and the difficult times. Number two, the main point was hard work. That is what it takes to become successful. You've got to put in the work. Just like that story I shared of getting up early in the morning for baseball in high school, training in the Dominican Republic, going every day to run in the sand and swim in the water, 
that is what it takes to be successful in whatever you're doing. You have to put in the work. That's something I learned the hard way. <laughs> and I'm still reminding myself, just have to put in the work. Number three is perseverance. Anything in life worth achieving, there will be challenges along the way. Times don't last. Tough people do, just like I shared with the pond story. I know it was probably a silly story, but it was relatable. And it just shows that there is beauty after the storm. And um, just keep going. Whatever you're doing, like I said, if it's in your work, if it's in your personal life, if it's in your health, if it's in your career, if it's in your sport, if it's in your family, keep going. Keep going. You got this. I believe in you. Mary believes in you. Everyone on the call, we believe in you. And if you are feeling alone, if you need more support, reach out. We're here for you at Galvanize Global. We have personal motivation coaches to walk alongside of you, to guide you to achieve success in your faith, in your health, in your mindset. We're here to help you. We've had experience. We've had amazing transformations. We've helped transform the lives of over 30 people that have been through our program. We're doing amazing things in the community out of the good of our hearts and for the benefit of you. We want to be there for you. And the hardest part is getting started. So reach out for help. Go to www.galvanizeglobal.com and sign up with a motivation coach today. Get your Launchpad call. The Launchpad call is our first call. It's the most exciting part of the program. You fill out that enrollment form. We have a detailed questionnaire. That way we can have a good baseline assessment for you. And then we can help you. Uh, you know, you got to start somewhere. You got to be honest with yourself. You got to know your strengths and your weaknesses before you can have a destination and know what to improve in. So we have amazing personal motivation coaches available for you at www.galvanizeglobal.com. And we have, we got merch. We got merch, Mary. We got to get you a T-shirt, Mary. I got to send one to, uh, to Ron, Ron as well, and the rest of the team. But, yeah, we got some merch. So we got cool Galvanize Global T-shirts. Uh, no Amy. She designed them. She was amazing in, in the design efforts. So, yes. I hope everyone took some hope, some inspiration, and encouragement out of the call tonight. I got a few minutes left. Be happy to add some more. But if you got anything, Mary, I'd love to hear it. A1, send me a couple of those T-shirts. I'll wear it. I got you. Text me. Text me your address. <coughs> and you know what? I love how you are so positive but you're not fake positive you know you have that hope and that dream but you're real about it at the same time amen amen thank you so much mary i I really do i appreciate your support i appreciate your encouragement and i value i value i value your your words you know Words are words are powerful, you know. They can build people up or they can, you know, break people down. And, you know, you've, you've been one of my biggest supporters. And I'm just, yeah, so thankful for you and the whole Hope Collection team and and everyone listening as well. You know, you all inspired me as well to keep going. 
that's what it's all about. Just helping each other, you know. If I can help you, you can help me. So it's a win-win, you know. With God, it's all win-win situations. Um, the last thing I'll leave everyone with before I have to hop off here is um, when we say prayers, God answers in one of three ways. Number one, he gives us what we want when we want it. Number two, he gives us what we want, but a little bit later, he's molding us through that time. He's teaching us patience. He's developing our character so that when we do receive the blessing, that we're able to handle it, right? And and we're able to enjoy it in the biggest way, appreciate it, appreciate those blessings. So number one, he gives us what we want when we want it. Number two, he gives us what we want, but a little bit later has us wait. Number three, he doesn't give us what we want. This is the hardest one. He doesn't give us what we want, but he gives us something better. And that is so tough. That is so tough. I've had that happen in my life, and it seems like, oh, man, you know, I just keep getting knocked down. These things aren't working out for me, and, you know, I can't catch a break or whatever it is. You know, we've all been there, but God is preparing something behind the scenes. Keep going. Stay in the Word. Read the Bible. Surround yourself with other encouraging people and, and prayer and pray, pray. I said, asking you shall receive in the Bible. God answers prayers. I've seen him perform miracles. I've seen him perform miracles in my life and others' life, others' life. And prayer is power. Prayer is power. So I'll leave everyone with that. You know, God doesn't may not give you what you want, but he will give you what you need. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. All right, Mary, I got to hop off. But uh, thank you so much for tonight and see everyone next week at 8 o'clock Eastern time again on Monday. If anyone has any questions or anything, go to www.galvanizedglobal.com or go to my personal Instagram at gavin.john underscore. I'd be happy to help you out. All right. See everyone. And Gavin is also on our Facebook group and Optimize My Life, and you can talk to him there, too. There are many ways to get a hold of this man. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. God bless you, everyone. All right. See you, Mary. Yeah. So join us tomorrow at noon time with Travel Tuesday. David, just give me a minute. Thank you for tuning in to Optimize My Life Radio. All right, okay, okay. We hope okay, you found okay. today's show insightful and empowering. Remember to follow us on social media at Optimize My Life for updates, additional resources, and to stay connected with our community. Join us back here tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another enriching episode of Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.